And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully you guys had a fantastic weekend. Uh, great show for you today. I was joined by my friend Ash Short from The Daily Wire. Always a great time talking to Ash, and we covered a lot. We talked about the left's latest attacks on Joe Rogan. We talked about Stacey Abrams' mask hypocrisy and the Democrats' obsession with optics over actual policy. Uh, and we talked about a bunch of other stuff as well. I think you guys will like it. Before I get to Ash, guys, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at No Gimmicks Pod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe, and if you are an iTunes user, please take a few seconds to leave us a five-star rating and a good review. I'd really appreciate that. And if you like the show and want to get involved, you can support us monthly over on Patreon, patreon.com slash the No Gimmicks Podcast. All right, without further ado, the great Ash Short. All right, guys, we're here with Ash Short. Ash, how you been? Really good. How about you, Brady? I've been fantastic, fantastic. So, as always, it's a Monday. We have a ton to get to. Um, we have to start with this this Joe Rogan nonsense. And we're on, like, week two now of the Democratic Party desperately trying to cancel and silence Joe Rogan. Um, they, they, they couldn't silence him over the COVID stuff because he got everything right <laughs> on COVID. So now they're trying to call him racist, and they're hoping that sticks. Um, that's kind of just their go-to, you know, that's the the one round right. they have in the chamber all the time. So they made this video of Rogan completely out of context saying the N-word 10 years ago or whatever on his podcast. And, I mean, nobody was offend- offended, zero, literally, I mean, zero human beings were offended by any of this. Everyone knows that Joe Rogan is not a racist. Um, but the regime is just terrified of this guy. I mean, they, and, and make no mistake, this is coming from the White House, and we can get into that later. But, I mean, they just they want to take this guy down because he doesn't parrot the DNC propaganda, and it's an election year. It's that simple. Right, absolutely. He doesn't, uh, He they can't control him. They can't control who his guests are, so he can have Dr. Malone on one week and then Sanjay Gupta on the next week, whereas, you know, the liberal media just wants their preferred guests, right? And you can see it on their networks that where they won't have, you know, Republicans on. Like Nancy Pelosi will go on Fox, like to her credit, you know, yeah. like Fox will like try to get these people on, but like CNN, like, no, like you see who Brian Stelter's reliable sources are. And it's always like people not involved in situations commenting from the left on situations right like so it's never actual reliable sources right but you know this whole thing with rogan uh, racism is there there's they couldn't get him with the covid like you said so they're going to try with racism and you know it's pretty funny because one of the the people who called him out on this and like directed the rock you know, into backtracking on his support of Rogan was this guy, Don Winslow. And people have now looked back into Winslow's books and (laughs) found that he used the N-word quite a bit in his books and in the same way that Rogan did, where it wasn't to be racist or anything, it was just using the word. So it's kind of like, you know, uh, people in glass houses. Like, you know, how do you seriously think that, like, 
what this guy did was not okay, but what you did is okay. You know, like there's, there's that disconnect, but the theory that, that, you know, I and several of others have is that because this isn't working, the CEO of Spotify came out this weekend and was like, yeah, we're still not going to cancel him over this. You know, we don't like what he said, but you know, we're not going to, we're, we're not going to end his contract. And so we think that, that the next thing that's going to happen is they're going to try and get him on women and misogynist comments, alleged misogynist comments, right? Uh, oh, here's things he said about women over the past. It's like, it, like that, because that's their playbook, right? Like they start with one thing, they try. And if that doesn't work, they try racism. If that doesn't work, they try sexism, right? And that, well, usually one of those two works, I but mean, it doesn't they, look they will like it's call him work. a transphobe this week. Right. I mean, they, they'll try to, they'll do something to try to, you know, they're going to, they'll move on to women, they'll move on to LGBTQ plus, you know, whatever. I mean, it's just, it's such a boring playbook. You know, I mean, like we, right. we like we, we could write the script for CNN. Like we, we right. could, you and I could sit down right now and like write the script for Brian Stelter's next show right now. Like, cause right. you just know what's happening. And like, I know we say this all the time. And you think that people get it. And I think the majority of the right does understand this, you know, that you just don't apologize to these people. But I hope folks on the right are paying attention. Like, look at the people attacking Joe Rogan. Not a single one, not a single solitary one of these people are acting in good faith. I mean, they're right. Just, Nor have uh, they ever even listened to one of his shows. Of course not. I mean, they're they're behaving like a just a pack of vicious wild animals right they're just they're just ruthless they i mean they'll destroy anybody who dares challenge their dear leader joe biden you know what i mean these are morally bankrupt people like they're not like don't don't be fooled by like the racism argument like these people are not making a moral argument they're vicious i mean they're vicious knife fighters and right you just can't even honestly jealous that more people listen to rogan than them yes right like so they can't convince people to, you know, take their fear-mongering, anxiety-filled views of the world, right? Because people, most people are normal and smart and look around, see the hypocrisy of the Democrats, and just look around at the world, and they're like, this is stupid. The masking doesn't do anything, you know, all, like constantly telling us to get another vaccine and another vaccine and another vaccine is like, it. no one wants to live that way. Like, you know, you see the elites, right? Not taking this seriously. Um, then why are you, why are the rest of us supposed to take this seriously? Right. Or we see them taking it seriously at, at dumb times, like that whole G8 thing where all of the vaccinated world <laughs> leaders were outside six feet apart, still wearing masks, right. Doing the elbow thing when they came close. And it's like, you're, because you're trying to send the message that people need to still be scared. Right. But then, of course, you see them at any other time and they're not wearing a mask around people indoors, whatever. Right. Uh, Oh, it was just what are the excuses now? I was I was holding my breath. Somebody said right? (laughs) it was was just for a minute (laughs) or whatever. It's like, right, right, right. Of course you were. Of course, just for that one second to take the photo, you took the mask off. Okay, right. Well, okay, sure. We're supposed to believe all of that. But, (laughs) you know, and so Rogan is is an eminently curious person. Right. So he is questioning those things, but he's also questioning his questioning of those things, something the media absolutely will not do. Right. And they're just mad. They're so mad that he has a bigger audience and that people trust Rogan more than them. And they refuse to understand why. 
right? Like, because they won't listen to him. They won't say that, hey, he's questioning these things, but then he's bringing people on to explain this way, or he's also questioning his question, you know, like they won't listen to actually figure it out. They just want to say, well, he's racist and he's giving out misinformation and then this, so he's literally killing people. He needs to be silenced, right? Without any evidence, right? That he is, that, that he has led to any deaths, right? Oh, and yeah, that <laughs> the whole media hypocrisy and the Democrat hypocrisy, you know, back when under Trump, they were saying, no, we can't trust a vaccine from Trump. Like, oh, but that did nothing. That didn't cause vaccine hesitancy at all. I mean, it's all just, it's all so ridiculous and predictable. They're literally just trying to bring him down because they're jealous that he has more trust than them and they refuse to change their ways to build back trust. No, and it's so funny too. It's like I mean you're you're obviously right on all the covid stuff. I mean like Israel they they I mean they're getting the fifth shot now. <laughs> like right. The entire country has four vaccines and they have mask mandates everywhere in public and they're they have like record highs globally in, in covid numbers. So it's like obviously those are not these measures are doing nothing, but it's like how hilarious is it that like, I don't know. I, I don't know if they just want to destroy people because they just want to destroy anybody who isn't a Democrat. It's like a sport to them. It's like big game hunting or something. Yeah. But or if they actually like do they does Jake Tapper actually think that if they take down Joe Rogan, that his 15 million you know listeners are going to just turn on CNN? Like that's not going to happen. Like, this right. Not, and not like, only that, like that they're all going to come to CNN, but that they're also all going to suddenly start believing what CNN wants them to believe. Right. It's such a bizarre, like, just the lack of self-awareness. Yeah, this complete anti-science. We've had study upon study showing cloth masks were useless, that masking children is ha the, the costs far outweigh the benefits when it comes to development and educational abilities and socialization. But yet they just keep saying, we're the people of science. We represent science. Anybody who dares question what we say, which changes on a weekly basis, based on nothing, just political whims, right? Um, and and it, it's just, it's so frustrating, you know, yeah. like to, to watch this for two years and to realize that what the right has been saying pretty much all along has been consistent, and the left is now finally coming around sometimes to saying that stuff. Like, now all of a sudden mask mandates are being dropped in a bunch of places, right? Masking children, lots of Democrat governors are deciding that we can stop that. Nothing has changed. Nothing, there is nothing new. No. Between, you know, November and December when they were still arguing this stuff, right, to now. Right. Omicron was known back then. We knew the effects of masking back then and the rates in children back then. But now it's an election year. So now all of a sudden, the things that the conservatives have been saying that the people who have been watching the data have been saying all along are now not providing this information. Right. Yeah. It's just so funny because like they're the Democrat. Obviously, the Democrats are about to get shellacked. Barring, yeah, and they know, know it. They're barring, trying to like stem the 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 pain. Well, I mean, like I, I I'd never put it past the GOP to grab defeat from the jaws of victory. I mean, right. Look at, I mean, Donald Trump was out over the weekend, like whining about how Mike Pence should have like, I don't know, 
taking over the government or some such nonsense. So I mean, like, hey, right. the GOP could ruin, could ruin anything for themselves. But it's like the Democrats, they, they're forced, the, the choice they have to make is like, drop all these this COVID fascism to try to get voters back on their side. Or maybe they think that their only chance is to try to scare the crap out of people. They'll come up with another variant. <laughs> you know, they'll try to lock down again. You know, the whole, like, trying to scare the crap out of, like, suburban white women, you know, to try to get them right. to vote for, for Democrats. You know, but it's like, yeah, they're, they're really facing that choice right now. And one, one more thing on Rogan. Um, were, were you as disappointed as I was when he when he apologized? Of course. Because... Uh, they never accept these apologies, one apology, and then they go on. They move, you know, because he apologized that first time, then they found the video. They didn't take him down. They found that video. Then he apologized again. And it doesn't do anything. No, it does absolutely nothing. These people don't want an apology. They want you disappeared. They, they want, want you to one. no longer yeah. exist. Yeah. And so until you do that, no amount of apologies are ever going to do anything. It's just going to um it's just going to give in to them like the apology gives in a little by saying you're right essentially saying you're right i am a terrible person yeah, yeah that, it was a little bit of a black pill moment to see <laughs> to see rogan apologizing on instagram the other day because like if anybody knows better it's him he knows not to apologize to the mob he knows right. who these people are but it's like at the i just want to throw this out there just a side note before we move on like you're just Here's my stance on Joe Rogan. I wish he wouldn't have apologized, obviously, but you're not going to hear me say a bad word about Joe Rogan because, like, I'm not sitting here talking to you on this podcast without Joe Rogan. I mean, he popularized the entire podcasting industry. He made podcasting financially viable. And and just to be quite honest, his show is what got me into podcasts like eight, nine years ago. You know, like when I'm on tour with my band. Like, I don't like if I have to drive overnight or something, I don't like listening to music at night because I'll fall asleep. So I'm either <laughs> listening to a book on tape or a podcast. And I got, you know, I just discovered Rogan's podcast. This is you know way back in the early days of podcasting. And right. that's what inspired me to, to do this show. I mean, like, I, I wouldn't have, you know, put in all this work and, and uh, started this show, five, you know, five years, almost five years ago to the day, actually, um, without Joe Rogan. So, like, I, I just I I. I'll stand with this dude regardless. And he's a left winger. I mean, I'm, I disagree right. with Joe Rogan on a lot of things, whether he's saying things I agree with or things I disagree with. You know, the man has done a lot for me personally, and I've never even met the dude. So, right. like, I, I've got Joe Rogan's back. I will not stand for Joe Rogan's slander. And honestly, I resent the Democrats for what they're doing. Right. Because essentially they're trying to take down one of their own. Yeah. For being curious. Oh, yeah. I mean, they and call they don't like, like Tulsi, that. That's what it, like with they call you know, Tulsi Gabbard far right. Like she's a socialist. Right. <laughs> and they go like after hard Joe left. Manchin. Like yeah. that's what the left does. If you don't parrot what they want 100% of the time, you're dead to them. Oh yeah. So look, we have to talk about our girl, uh, Stacey Abrams. Um, boy, oh boy. Like out of everybody, <laughs> like just side note. A lot of side notes on the podcast today. I apologize. But, like, why the heck did the Democrats try to make this unimpressive failed politician happen? I mean, like, I yeah. want, like they have. Like, there are, like, obviously I don't like any of them. But, I mean, there, there are plenty of figures on the left who are, like, you know, more impressive people with interesting things to say. <laughs> but they go, they have to promote this this crazy lady for some reason. But so, anyway, Stacey Abrams tweeted out a photo of her in an elementary school with no mask on, surrounded by a bunch of miserable little children wearing masks. Uh, and also, she tweeted it. Her, her, her campaign wanted the world 
to see this photo. They wanted the world to see that she's a hypocrite who's in favor of abusing small children. So, you know, obviously this morning the headlines are all Republicans pounce, Republicans see. I saw there were a, a bunch of them said seize. That's actually my favorite. I know they're always Republicans seizing seize. and pouncing. They're seizing and pouncing. So, but look, you gotta you gotta imagine that parents in the great state of Georgia notice this crap. I mean, like, come on, the Democrats cannot keep getting away with this nonsense. I know, but they do, right? Because we can go back to like the Met Gala where all yeah. of the, the wealthy people, and, you know, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez with her tax the rich dress at, you know, a place of millionaires unmasked while all of the servant class, right? The waiters and the people that carried their dresses for them as, so that they could walk comfortably, you know, all of these underling people to them, right, all had to wear masks while they didn't. And that's what, like, that is the message the Democrats send. We don't need to wear masks, but you do. You are the unwashed masses. You are the diseased ones. But we are fine. We the, the are wealthy. Thing, real we quick. are in power. We are vaccinated, but we can't trust you. The craziest thing about that Met Gala photo is that, like, all the, the servants and masks were all black. Like, it was yeah. like, that photo was, like, pretty rough. I'm like, holy crap, that looks, I'm like, look, I'm not the kind of guy that calls random stuff racist, but yeesh. Right. Like, that was a bad, right. like, that's, that was the funniest part to me with the Democrats, AOC, and all them getting away with that. I'm like, man, that looks like a 1930s Alabama kind of situation going on. Like, this right. was, was kind of gross looking. Right. And so now you see it with politicians like, you know, the unmasked Gavin Newsom at the the, you know, the football game. Right. Or now you see Stacey Abrams with the kids. Right. Where she's unmasked and all the kids are masked around her. And then the funniest part of this, she deletes the tweet and is trying to get everybody to take this photo down. Then she that doesn't work, obviously. So she <laughs> releases a statement. <laughs> Not apologizing, not pointing out any of this obvious hypocrisy, but just trying to say that these people are trying to change the story and attack me when they don't care about COVID, but I do. And it's like the whole thing is that that photo shows that you don't care about COVID. Ash, because Ash, Ash, in Ash, that Ash. photo, how did, she, how did person... she end that tweet? How did she end that tweet, though? You, you skipped over the best part. What? How? She was like, all these people are trying to change the narrative and all this during Black History Month, no oh, less. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> just That's right. Too Have perfect. to throw that in. Oh, when man. It, in that photo... On the day the of person, my daughter's wedding, no less. Yeah, exactly. In that photo, the person most susceptible to COVID-19 is Stacey Abrams. She's 300-something pounds. Multiple yes. comorbidities at a higher, you know, an age and... Yet she is the one that is unmasked. It's incredible. It's incredible. And it shows that they don't actually care about COVID, no matter wh how many no. statements alleging racism they put out. <laughs> and this morning, uh, it turns out Stacey Abrams is looking to hire a new social media manager. So that's yep. pretty, that's pretty artful. Job opportunity, guys. <laughs> but like, the thing is, this is what the Democrats are doing with everything. You know, it goes back to the Biden White House last summer. I mean, these people truly only care about optics and you know I'll, I'll tweet it out for anybody that missed it i actually hadn't discussed it on the podcast yet but last week there was a scathing piece from axios about last uh august during biden's withdrawal from afghanistan 
And the revelation was that these people did not care what was going on. They only cared about Biden's poll numbers. They only cared about the press coverage and the optics. They didn't care about the 13 soldiers who died. They didn't care about the 10 innocent civilians who were murdered, who were drone bombed. Um, They only cared about the poll numbers. They only cared about optics. So it's like with Stacey Abrams, I mean, she could just not be evil. She could stop endorsing these, these policies that amount to nothing more than child abuse. She could change her mind on some of these issues, but she won't. She just she cares about Twitter. It's like, oh, this looked bad on Twitter. Republicans pounce. Republicans seize. It's like, how about stop with the wicked policies, you you crazy sociopath? Like, right. my and goodness, Democrats it's not, used to Democrats used to get away with this stuff, but be, as much as social media is is owned and operated by leftists, it has allowed people to call this out and then see this stuff. And I mean, you saw it in Virginia. You almost saw it in New Jersey last year where with parents just sick of the way these politicians are acting and treating their children. Right. And, uh, you know, it goes back and forth. Obviously, when Republicans are in power, they do stupid things with power and it turns people off. Democrats are really running up against the end of their power right now with you because of their blatant, blatant hypocrisy on everything. When it comes to COVID, you have to do this. You have to shut down. You can't work. You can't do that. I can do whatever I want, but you can't. And then you see it with climate change. You have to give up everything in your life that makes life. Stop being able to drive. You can't drive anymore. You need to get to work. No, that's your problem. You shouldn't have to be drive to work. Who has to drive to work? Someone else will drive you, whatever. And then they're all on private planes going all over the world constantly. You know, like it's just you see it on every issue with them. I think the masks has to be a big issue for Republicans this year. I just think the Republican Party should just like wholesale just run against masks. Masks do nothing. You're an adult. You know that masks do nothing. You know, elect me and I'll pull it, put an end to state-sponsored child abuse, making your four-year-old wear a mask. You know, they should just run right. against that, run against this nonsense. Because even the Democrats, like, I, I know, I'm from Toledo, Ohio. It's an extremely blue area, but most of my friends are Democrats. They know that masks don't do anything. I mean, they'll wear them because it's like a virtue signaling thing. It's like, hey, look how much I like Joe Biden. I'm wearing a mask. But it's like these people right. know. There isn't a single adult in America who believes that putting a piece of cloth over your face is going to keep you from getting sick. Like, that's just not—nobody is actually that stupid. It's just this, like, virtue signaling thing. I think the GOP should lean into it and just run against masks this year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just follow the the formula that helped them win in Virginia and come close to winning in New Jersey. Yeah. You know, all of these these COVID mandates are only for you. They're not for the elites. They're only for you. And they don't work. I mean, there was just another study from Johns Hopkins University that showed that all of these mitigations uh, factors did more harm than good. They didn't stop the virus. You can can see that from Israel doing everything that, you know, Fauci and Biden want America to do. And yet their case rates are higher than ever. And every time there's a new wave, they're higher than ever, despite all the mitigation factors. And in the meantime, we put people out of jobs. <laughs> we put businesses out of business. We uh, harmed our children's development socially, mentally, 
physically everything. We're not even going to know. We're not even going to know the full effects of that for years. Right. I mean, it, it's going to take 10 years to see what we've actually done to these children, I think. It's right. going to be like there's going to be years and years of revelations that terrify people because we've ruined these kids. We've ruined a generation of children because some Democrats were afraid. They, but they weren't afraid. Remember that the Democrats yeah. aren't actually yeah. afraid. They wanted people to be afraid yeah. because of headlines, because it helped them win 2020. Yeah, it's but, gross. It's disgusting. Yeah. But all throughout it, because there were how many Democrats, even in 2020, were seen, you know, not following their own mitigation or going to Florida, right, as they were shutting down their own states. And then they were going to Florida where it wasn't shut down and they were hanging out. I mean, yeah, AOC did it recently. But even back in 2020, these Democrats were doing that. Yeah. 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 It's it's crazy. I, I think I, I think the right has a just. A home run, just a slam dunk argument going into this November. I mean, it's just these people are hypocrites. There's videos of them being hypocrites all over the Internet. Uh, I mean, I only an idiot or a Democrat could take a look at what's happening in Israel right now regarding COVID and think that Fauci is an intelligent human being. I mean, it's like, right. come on, like Israelis are getting shots every six hours at this point. It's <laughs> it's ridiculous. And their their rate of like COVID transmissions, like what, three times, four times the, what it is in the United States. These people have all had four jabs. It's, yeah. it's, not, it's like this, this stuff doesn't work. Like these vaccines do not prevent the spread of anything. Masks don't prevent the spread of anything. All the data suggests this. Lean in, Republicans, and don't don't apologize. Don't pull a Joe Rogan and apologize. Don't back down. Just give it to these people. Hit them where it hurts. Tell the truth. Clean up in November. That's what I say. Absolutely. And please don't nominate Donald Trump for anything. This guy. I'll get. <laughs> I'll get more. I don't have time, but I'm going to get more into what Donald Trump did over the weekend on the next podcast. But Ash, my friend, thank you so much for doing this. We'll do it again soon. Where can everybody uh, read your stuff and follow you online? Keep in touch. All that good stuff. You can follow me on Twitter at Ash Scow. That's A S H E S C H O W. You can read my articles at DailyWire.com. Everybody follow Ash. She's great. That's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Wednesday. No gimmicks.